Hey leaders, have you ever wondered how you make that one date turn into a lifelong commitment? Hey, I'm not talking about dating and marriage. I'm talking about that customer loyalty, my friends. How do you turn that one engagement, that first time that they've purchased with you to a life of loyalty and commitment where they continue to be your raving fans? Hey, if that's something that you're ready to learn about, listen up and let's dive in. Hey leaders, Crystal DeCuna here and welcome back to the Leaders Listen Up podcast brought to you by The Inside View. I'm your host and your friend and each week we deliver tools and techniques to help you design those epic customer and employee experiences, allowing you to drive sales, customer loyalty, retention, and ultimately deliver that award-winning customer service that every leader wants to deliver. And so we equip you to make sure that you are the people's champion for your employees, your team, your customers, and your colleagues. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. All right, leaders. So we've designed a three-part series. When I say we, I mean me. I've designed a three-part series for you because I wanted to talk about uh, customer experience 101. So one thing I've learned over the last little while of, of really diving into the podcast from some people that have connected with me is customer experience is still not quite understood as a business discipline by a lot of small business leaders. And so, you know, that's what we're all about. We are about uh, making sure that we're allowing leaders to understand how to incorporate customer customer experience as a business discipline into your organization. And so today, uh, this is part one of a three-part series. I'm going to talk a lot about customer loyalty and, and really how do you create that um, connection with your customer. And so at the inside view, we we designed a bit of a, um, it's called 3P experience matrix. And so it's a very simple matrix that allows you to be able to really start to have these conversations with your team. And, and I hope that what you're going to get out of today's session, you're going to take back to your team and have some really a great dialogue around it. And so let's dive right in. So, you know, when we talk about customer experience, my friends, it's not just a department. It's not like the accounting department or the marketing department or sales department. It is the entire ball game. It is the everybody involved is what's creating your customer experience. And so you've heard me say this many times. If, if you, you're a regular listener, you know the difference between customer service and customer experience. Service is that transaction uh, that your team is doing, but customer experience is how people feel when they leave, what they say about you when you're not around. It's that emotionally uh, charged connection. And you know, the first thing I thought about was this experience I just had this week. Um, Oh, it was so fantastic. I, I really, I, I can't wait to, I haven't written a review yet. I have to write a review, but I, I'm doing the podcast because I just can't stop thinking about how fantastic this lady was. Um, and so we went to this restaurant, it's called Niagara's Finest Thai. And it's in Niagara on the Lake. And uh, our server's name was Sue. And we had a table of eight. It was eight of my friends. And we went out, we had a, you know, we were doing a dinner and a show. And this lady was just fantastic. From the second we sat down, she greeted us with a really warm welcome. We had a couple guests join us late and she made everybody feel welcome. She handled our checks wonderful. When she explained the food, she explained it with like joy and passion. You could taste it the way she was describing it. Um, I, I really can't pinpoint it, but it was our joy and our pleasure uh, to, you know, compensate her with her gratuity because 
Like it was just such a fantastic experience. I have to say, like if there was a a Niagara Awards, uh, and I, I have really thought of creating one just for her because she was so exceptional. She's one of the best service experiences I've ever had, and and I I know a lot about service experience. I've experienced a lot, but she was so attentive to the details. But more than anything, it was her attitude. Her attitude for us having fun and bringing us cocktails, and she was just on. Um, and so it's not something you can really pinpoint because she just made us feel good. That's the experience. And so that was last week. I'm talking about it now and I can guarantee you it's going to be in some of my keynotes because there were some really little little touches that she did that just made it an exceptional experience. And so when you think of customer loyalty, I've already told the story three or four times. I've already recommended people to go to the restaurant and ask for Sue. So, you know, it's something that I've already talked about and it's it's been less than a week. That's what happens is when you're creating an experience for people, uh, that loyalty starts to, to really solidify. And so whether, you know, you're selling products online, whether you're selling them face-to-face, whether it's a business-to-business relationship, it's that experience that people hold onto. It's that wow factor, right? How do you create those moments um, and those memories that last a lifetime? Now, you know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you've heard me share lots of stories. Uh, My son, Zarek, and I are big foodies. We're always dining. We have great experiences, but not just dining, you know, whether it's travel, whether it's whatever. We, we, We've been really fortunate to have great experiences, and we've also experienced some challenging situations that we learn from. And so when I think of that moment uh, that creates a memory, um, the matrix that we create is the 3P matrix, and we really focus on kind of three areas, right? We often find ourselves in these like crossroads when it comes to customer service. You know, sometimes we're basking in in the glow of that pure joy, like like I am with Sue and, and how great uh, of an experience it was for myself and our guests. Uh, other times we can kind of be scratching our heads over how challenging the experience was. Like, oh, uh, that was okay. That was it wasn't memorable, right? It was kind of that like pass by that like it was like I call it the F word. It was it was fine, right? Like it was it was fine. It's not something that's gonna create magic or create a memory. It was just fine. Other times in the moment, all you can think about is the pivot. You know, how do I get out of this? What do I do? This is horrible. You know, what's next? Right. And so so that's the three P's. It's really about creating that pure joy, um, you know, that ponder moment where you're like, what is this? Like you're just thinking about it, but you're not really thinking about it. Or there's that pivot. And so let's dive into each one. And so when I think about pure joy, it's kind of like that touchdown for customer experience. Right. It's like that's that magic, that essence that really allows customers to feel connected and in their happy place. Right. Um, and that's like what I think about football just because I'm a football mom. And, you know, sometimes you see people with like tattoos of their favorite teams. Like that's some customer loyalty, right? Something has happened. Some type of emotional connection happened when that football team was playing and they were watching and there was joy. Now, sometimes teams cannot win for, for the longest time. But if you've got them tattooed on your body, chances are you're going to be a fan for life. Right. And so. There's those moments that create those magic, something in that stadium or something that that team did or something that something created that magic for them. 
And so, you know, that's that pure joy, that essence that comes out. So when you think about a strategy, how do you constantly create that pure joy? You know, you want to be able to win in this. And so personalization is one of those things that we all really have a great opportunity to personalize things right now, Uh, whether it's through digital campaigns or automations, you know, whether it's personalizing emails or handwritten notes, depending on the size of your business. Can you put a post-it note in a bag? You know, those little tiny designing to delight moments uh, that create that memory is really cool. I remember there was um during the pandemic, there was a, a local Mexican restaurant. I never actually received the food, but I know some of my neighbors did. Um, and they did a really cool thing where they actually had somebody dress up as uh, Mucho Libre, like one of those me- uh, Mexican wrestlers. And he went and he he delivered the food and he created this magic moment while he was doing the food delivery and they had a note in the bag. And, and so I remember a couple of my neighbors talking about that experience. And, you know, it's those little things that that really kept them going and, and kept people constantly ordering from them and, and kept them top of mind, right? And so think of how you can personalize the experience and create some magic magic memories for customers. Automation is really great in terms of like emails. Okay, but everybody gets an email. What are you going to do? Are you just going to put their name on it? But how can you really customize an email? And so if you use a program like HubSpot or or, um, Constant Contact or any of those email systems, I want you to really go into the tagging portion of it. So can you tag your customer so that you know a little bit more about them? Is it a customer relationship management software that you have, or is it just an email software? If it is a customer relationship management software, like HubSpot allows us to do uh, some of that more personalized things. Um, But you want to be able to tag that customer so that you can actually speak directly to what their needs are. Um, And that really helps you customize things. But other things to personalize, like depending on the size of your organization, if you're B2B, it's great to maybe take a few customers and give them to an associate and say, hey, you're responsible for creating some magic and delight over the holidays for this group of clients. And you're responsible for this group of clients. And so you divvy it up. And so not every client is getting that same Christmas basket with the bottle of wine and the stuff, you know, maybe they're getting something a little more personalized based on their needs, same budget, but based on what conversations that associate has had with them that we know a little bit more about them. Um, And so it's not something that, especially with larger organizations, it's very challenging to manage that. But if you give it to the person that's actually managing their file already, um, then it it makes it a little bit more manageable, manageable. (laughs) So strategy number one, when it comes to pure joy, is start to really personalize the experience as much as you can. Tailor it, customize it, uh, make it unique for that individual. Now, it's not easy to do, but it's very possible to do. You've heard me talk about send out cards before. Send out cards is another great resource, automated, where you can customize a card and have that sent to the client, especially for larger organizations. It's a great way to create a custom experience. A lot easier because you can you know, add pictures that, that include that customer in. So super, super fun. There's also another great one. It's called Blue Mountain Cards cards. I use this a lot um, with colleagues as well. And you can customize some cards that are e-cards that can be sent as well. So depending on the size of your organization, there's all sorts of options there. All right. Number two uh, in the matrix is this idea of pondering. Uh, Those timeouts when it comes to customer experiences, right? Those interactions that, that really, I call them actually a point of pause. So it's like, you know, there's pure joy. And then there's point of pause where it's just like, nothing goes wrong, but nothing is really bringing them joy. Like they're not miserable. They're not in joy. 
they're just fine, right? Like it's just a fine experience. Now, I don't know about you, but fine stories are not stories I'm a raving fan about, right? And so one of the great ways to to kind of do this, I was working with one organization. They were having a lot of fine experiences. They delivered what they said they were going to deliver, right? Customer wanted this and they delivered it and on time in the budget and, and they got it. And so there was a level of consistency there that that built customer loyalty, but they weren't getting that repeat, that referral business. They weren't creating those raving fans. There was customer loyalty because they did what they said they were going to do, uh, but they didn't necessarily do it with joy and they didn't necessarily create these magic moments for people. It was just a point of pause. It was the, the experience was fine. And so we started to analyze um, that customer experience by sending it a survey. We started with a simple survey. We did some focus groups later, uh, but we started with just a simple five-question survey, and the survey really allowed us to get some feedback. It, and the survey went out right away. As soon as that customer left, they got that survey right away, so it was top of mind. Now, here's the thing when you get to these surveys. You have to, to receive them with an open mind, right? Get that feedback, listen don't be defensive, my friends, the buts. Uh, oh, but we were short-staffed. Oh, but we were this. Oh, but if you're asking for it, you got to be ready to receive it. And if you're ready to receive it, you have to have a plan to start to change and adjust. So, but surveys are a great way to start. There are, you know, f- a couple questions. Just make sure your questions are really not just yes or no questions, but really open-ended, allow you to get some more really robust and rich information from your customer, allow your customer to talk, um, offer an opportunity to have a call if needed. Um, I love doing focus groups afterwards, though. We can get some confidential focus groups where a customer feels uh, like they can speak freely. We do this with a lot of our clients, Um, but it, it really gives us rich data that we can action, right? And why this works is because it shows that you're committed. Hey, you're committed to excellence. You're committed to to changing and adjusting. I often see like on Google reviews and stuff sometimes where businesses don't comment on the negative reviews. They only say thank you for the positive ones or they or vice versa. They only comment on the negative ones and don't say anything for the positive ones. Just give them a thumbs up or a like. And so I think it's really important. You know, if those Google reviews mean a lot to you, my friends, then you have to take the time to respond appropriately, not defensively, but really respectfully and value those opinions because they matter. They're on the internet and they're not going anywhere, right? Those opinions matter and the excuses just don't really work. So we want to make sure that our customer feels that we're committed and we are, you know, we're ready. And when you start to turn these points of pause and you start to really reflect on them and approach them with an open mind, you can turn the points of pause to points of pure magic. Like you really can, you can shift them to that joy moment as long as you are really intentional about it. All right, the last one is this point of pivot. This is kind of that Hail Mary pass when we're talking about uh, customer experience, right? This is the challenging time. The things went wrong. Something went wrong. Somehow it went wrong. You There's this misery that's happening. This pivot is happening in this customer's mind. All they can think of is what's the fastest way out of here, right? What's the fastest way out of this store, out of the location, out of the situation, out of the call? What's the fastest way for me to pivot and perhaps never come back, right? And so those are challenging times for us. And so number one, my friends, we have to make sure that our team is trained on how to handle these difficult and challenging situations. When we train customer service, Um, I always say, you know, how can we ask our employees to provide that Disney experience, that exceptional service, if they've never been to Disney, 
right? If you've never been to Disney and you don't know how magical that is, you don't know the joy that they bring to you at every location, at every store, at every, no matter how big the lineups are, their staff is still like totally engaged and enjoy. If you've never experienced that firsthand, how can you provide that to your customer? right? You, you you can't. And so people can tell you all about it, but you have to have experienced exceptional service to understand how you're going to be able to deliver it. And what I mean by that is, you know, maybe you don't necessarily have to go to Ritz-Carlton or, or go to the fanciest places, but you have to be educated. You have to, sh- the behaviors are things that you really have to understand. So practicing it, understanding the difference between, you know, saying, hi there, can I help you today? Versus hi, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Crystal. And you are, you know, that's a difference. And that takes effort and intentionality and practice. And so you got to give your team the tools to succeed in these pivot moments because the customer will pivot, my friend, and they'll never come back. And one thing we know is that it costs eight times more to gain a new customer than to keep one that we already have or sell more to one that we already have. And so we really want to make sure that the customers that we have that cost us money to get them to come to our doors or come to our virtual doors. It, it, there was a cost of acquisition there. And so we need to make sure that we're really valuing that cost of acquisition as much as possible. So, you know, how you win here, you want to make sure that you're resolving that challenge within at least you know, 24 hours, even sooner if you can make that initial communication connection so that they, they feel valued and they feel like there's a solution on the way. Why it works is because when you take that quick action, you're committed to getting it right, you know, and they know that it's important. They know that you value it. You, They know that, oh, they're working very fast, right? And so there's actually a Forrester study done that talked about, you know, the speed of service. And 77% of customers say that valuing their time is the most important thing a company can do to provide great service, valuing their time. Hey, you've all been on hold on, on, you know, some of those calls where you've been on hold for 40 minutes or longer or an hour. And the val- the lack of value of your time can create a lot of frustration. So your 24-hour turnaround is, is really a strategy to be able to make sure that you're keeping that customer top of mind. And it's a game changer when it comes to customer satisfaction. All right, my friends, this is, like I said, part one of a three-part series. Today, we talked about those three Ps. And then next week, we're going to talk about journey mapping, because I know so many of you have asked about journey mapping, and uh, I'm thrilled to share that tool with you. And then the following week, we're going to diving into consistency. So I've got a, a system that I use to really help your team create that consistency in service. All right, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And hey, try one of these conversations with your your team. Start to really dive into what does pure magic look like? What does what happens when we have to pivot? You know, how do we resolve that with our customers? So have these conversations. Let me know how it goes. Please share in the comments or ask questions. I'd be happy to design a podcast episode just for you and your team. My friends, thank you for being here. Uh, continue to stay connected with us on all of our social media platforms. We're all over Instagram. We we even post a couple bloopers on there. So go ahead and check that out when you can. But in the meantime, until next time, my friends, leaders, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to stay connected with us and always remember to listen up.